guys out there listening, if you haven't made the wild game Salisbury steak that's on the app yet, you're missing out on one of the most delicious things that you can possibly make. Welcome to Just the Tip Tuesday, Got Game University's new short form podcast. I'm Mike Edgehouse, and with co-host Ryan Smith, we take 10 to 15 minutes to dive into a subject that will make you a better hunter. Remember, it's just the tip that counts. On this week's episode of Just the Tip Tuesday, Ryan and I discuss meal prep. Based upon feedback from an Instagram follower who asked us to describe the best meal prep recipes we have, we go through the Cut Right mobile app and pick a couple of our favorites so that you can make them, so you can eat them out in the field this season, or put them in a Tupperware and take them to work. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Just the Tip Tuesday, where Mike and I uh, are excited to talk about uh, some meal prep options. We had a uh, user of the app, somebody comment to us, asked us to talk about our favorite meal preps, which is which is a great question because, you know, as you know, Mike, deer, elk, uh, antelope, all these different game are super lean, super high protein uh, mm-hmm. meals. And so for those people that are wanting to do a cut or just stay healthy, uh, Wild Game's a great meal prep uh, diet uh, option or choice. Absolutely, man. It. I was just scrolling through the app when we decided on this topic, and I, I meal prep with so many of these, and I know that I wrote the recipes on this and changed recipes and stuff, but I'll be honest with you, I use this app Almost every time I cook wild game, there's a handful of recipes I don't need to, like when I make steak or when I make my reverse seared Parmesan crusted eye of round or guys out there listening. If you haven't made the wild game Salisbury steak that's on the app yet, you're missing out on one of the most delicious things that you can possibly make. You can get all fancy and spice it up and put it over spetzel. I don't even know how to make that, but I know it should be pretty good. It's a doughy type <laughs> noodle thing. Uh, last night we made it. We put it over buttered noodles, uh, Idaho, Idaho instant mashers, anything. It's delicious over everything. Um, that's one of my favorites. But in regards to meal prep, I have a, I definitely have a favorite. And, and Ryan, I think you probably do too. And so I figured what I do. One of the best things we could do here. Let's talk about our two favorites. You can describe what you do, and I could give you some backside or hindsight into the recipe that I put together, and maybe even some tips for when we push out an update after the season, how I'm going to change the recipe a little bit. So those of you listening okay. can spice up the recipe ahead of time. So yeah. Yeah, what do you so, got, brother? What, what, yeah. what's, your, what's your number one? Yeah, my, my go-to meal prep is actually the mini game loaf. So meatloaf. Uh, I was actually, I've never, I love meatloaf, mm-hmm. but only my mama's meatloaf, you know? I mean, that's, and getting the app, you know, going through the app and going through recipes, Mike really inspired me to broaden my my cooking game. <laughs> so Ryan, I made, Ryan's culinary game, I will, I, listener, I will, <laughs> I will attest <laughs> He went from sending me no pictures to 
he's experimenting now based upon these and there will be in the update when we add the additional 50 recipes there are a couple recipes inspired by your one and only ryan smith including wow. wild game sloppy joes those are coming in hot i tell you what <laughs> yeah i do love a good sloppy joe oh man but, who doesn't want a sloppy joe you like him good and sloppy oh man good but back to the meatloaf uh you know i was wanting a a good healthy option you know i'm not the the fittest yep. guy out there but i but i tried try my hardest you know to work out and uh stay healthy and uh man the meatloaf just caught my eye because I mean, it's just straight meat, mm-hmm. egg, you know, it's just high protein, low fat. And, uh, you know, going through the directions or the ingredients, you know, minced parsley, pepper, yellow mustard, onion, ketchup, mm-hmm. old fashioned yotes, well, oats, I tell you, uh, egg, so and salt. The, the most important step, and I don't know if you did this, so I made this mistake, so Ryan's right. So the ingredients are two pounds of ground game. Any game's good. With that being said, if you use bear, strongly encourage you to grind it with some bacon and cook it to at least 161. Um, The grated onion, it sounds like a huge pain in the butt to grate an onion, and it is a pain in the butt, but it's so (laughs) much nicer having grated onion like on a grater like grandma used to have than chopped onion, so you're not eating these big onion chunks. Now, cooking the onion takes away that enzyme that causes you to get watery eyes and like indigestion and stuff like that. That's why when you saute onions, it's much more palatable to eat them, but still grated. It disperses them through the meat. Great. Uh, the parsley gives it a great flavor. The egg in there is actually just for a binder because the meat is so lean that you need some level of binder in there. Um, now with the garlic cloves that you add into it, you can chop them again I would go to Albertsons or Freddy's and buy one clove of uh, elephant garlic and grade that. So it's kind of mushy as well. And that way it'll mix and intertwine in there all perfectly. The key to this where I've made my biggest mistake, and I don't know if you've made this mistake. Step number three says soak ground oats in a half a cup of water for 10 minutes. So you're going to take this mm-hmm. half a cup of old fashioned oats, put it in a food processor, grind it up super fine and soak it in water for 10 minutes. I cannot stress enough. Strain the living daylights out of those oats before you add them to your water. Because if you do not, you, your meat loaves are going to turn into meat sheets because the water in there is going to cause those meat loaves to go from a nice loaf shape to a very flat meat sheet, which is also sounds kind of enticing, but it's going to make it super wet and moist. So when you're done with those oats, strain the living daylights out of them before you mix them in with the mixture. And dude, you know what's so good about the meatloaf? It's To me, meatloaf is like stew without the broth, right? Like if you like broccoli, chop up some freaking broccoli and throw it in there. If you need more veggies in your diet, chop some of that stuff up and throw it in there, right? I mean, right. You can go crazy and throw some, you know, Asian chili sauce in there or anything else to to spice it up with any flavor that you want. So when when you do it with the two pounds, how many mini meatloaves do you usually get out of that? Oh, well, 
I'll, sometimes I just do a pound and I just cut okay. everything back in half. Yeah. Uh, but that is one adjustment that I've made for the meal prep specifically. When I cook it for my family or it's all of us, I make the mini loaves. Okay. But for the meal prep reason, I actually put it into muffin containers. Oh, really? So, so I, you don't you don't cut it and you, you put it in muffins? Yeah, I just grab a handful and just throw it in the muffin containers. A meat muffin, if you will. So a meat muffin, because it just makes it so, you know, for me, I can pick it up with my hand. I can just grab three or four of them, throw them in. Uh, and it sounds and so it, erotic when you tell people you're eating a meat muffin. Yeah, a meat muffin, man. <laughs> Stud muffin with a meat muffin. What oh can I say? Oh, my God. <laughs> just, just go ahead and turn this podcast off right now with that comment. <laughs> no. But, so, let, but no. <laughs> go ahead. And I, and so I. that's what I do. I've actually, it comes with a really, really good sauce, but I don't make it with my, with my meal prep just because uh it's just more calories and yep. different things and it's just easier just to i can throw it in a ziploc i can eat it cold eat it warm depending where i'm on the job site you know or different things and so do you and freeze them when you th- pop them out of the muffin tin do you freeze them then so yes when i pop them out i usually uh get three or four days uh-huh. worth and i just put them in my i meal prep them so they're set yep. for the week they're they're in my containers. I have my meals Monday through Friday. Yep. And then my leftovers, I just put in Ziploc freezer bags for the next week. I love it. Hey, let me ask you a quick question with the muffin tin, because I didn't think about this. Do you spray the tin with like uh, Pam or something along those lines? Or do you put little pieces of parchment paper down in there so it doesn't stick to the tin? No, no. I spray. I don't know necessarily if you need to. Uh, but I do just because I don't want to have to deal with it. And they come out easy. I've never had a problem. The tin's mm. never dirty. You know, just a little bit of oil there that you need to clean up. But. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to up my game. I'm gonna have to do that. It sounds delicious. It, I mean I've done that is, with like eggs and stuff, but that sounds freaking awesome, man. It, it is delicious. And that's my other thing about meatloaf. You know, I follow uh the Cut Right mobile app uh recipe, but man, I've cut up carrots i've thrown broccoli mm-hmm. you know i you know you just kind of make it your own and have a good time with it is kind of the other fun thing there's been times i've made it that it's like you know i'm not adding broccoli again you know right oh yeah but oh yeah but i'm adding i'm gonna add more carrots and i'm gonna add uh peppers or different things like that and it's just all in all really really good so i mean i, I, mean, get, I don't even i i love it I love it. Like, like I said, you can flare it up Asian style if you want and throw different ingredients like that in it. I mean, as you, as you're talking, I seriously can't get Will Ferrell's head out of my voice when he's in wedding crashers and he screams mom, the meatloaf while he's sitting on the couch (laughs) right there. I don't know why I'm sure that somebody listening to this is nodding their head right now saying I'm thinking the exact same thing, (laughs) but it's so versatile and I love being able to freeze it and, like prepping for hunt camp, you freeze five or six of those. Now you have two to three nights worth of meals. You just have to take them out in the morning, you know, in a cool place and let them thaw or even leave them frozen, take them out and heat them up in a pan oh, yeah. and get back to camp. Oh, absolutely. No, they're great. They're a great option. Uh, but I'm interested to hear what, what you have. Ooh. What, what's your, uh, 
famous meal prep. It, I mean, you probably don't meal prep, but what's your favorite meal? So, oh, God, those are <laughs> okay. We got two separate podcasts here, brother. Okay. Like, <laughs> because I know you I'm, meal prep. I do meal prep. I do meal prep. I, when I drive to work, it's about a two and a half hour drive each way. And I have long days of teaching. Um, I will say my favorite thing to meal prep is the wild game meatballs, the wild game balls. And I'm scrolling through, pulling up the recipe right now, the game meatballs. Those things are absolutely delicious. So they kind of are a mini, mini meatloaf, right? Like the meat, yeah. the meatballs are, they really are. But the thing I love about it is with using the dried oregano and dried thyme, they really have a nice Italian flavor to it. And then I put in a hefty dose of the grated Parmesan cheese as well. It says one cup um, for two pounds of meat. Whereas you half the recipe for the wild game loaves, I usually double the recipe for the game meatballs, right? And then I'll take, you know, five, six ounces of them out of the freezer or out of the fridge, put those in my Tupperware, take them to work, take them in the field, wherever I'm going that day. Um, but then they're frozen. So when the kids want spaghetti or when I want spaghetti, I can't. I really can't have a meal. I can't remember the last time I ate a meal that did not have some level of meat in it. And so if <laughs> the kids, right. I mean, think about it. when's the last, like, well, I don't know. I, I mean, know. almost, almost every meal like in, Oh yeah. Absolutely. You know, you know, I guess this is a Absolutely. problem. This is a problem. Maybe only those of us that get a fair number of tags and live in a state with very affordable tags and are able to hunt the animals we want. But my, 13 year old son said to me the other day, he's like, no offense, dad, but you make the same thing all the time. And I looked at him and I said, dude, you are so full of crap. Like I make so many different recipes. And he's like, no, I mean, you're always making either deer or elk or bear or, and I just kind of looked at him and said, you gotta be shit me. Right. Like you're, you're actually <laughs> complaining about eating like wild organic meat all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is So with that being said, you know, sometimes you just want spaghetti with a jar of ragu or prego. I think, you know, my wife buys like Raus or whatever the overpriced one is. And I can make it my own by taking like 10 or 12 of those uh, game meatballs out of the freezer and drop them into the boiling sauce. And they are delicious. Um, do you, do you throw them in frozen just into the boiling I sauce do. and that kind of, I, I do I mean, it cools the sauce down significantly and it, cause they're already cooked all the way through, right? You baked them. So they're completely cooked right. all the way through. Now, the one thing I will say, um, and this is a criticism of my own recipe. There are three tablespoons of kosher salt in the game meatball recipe for two pounds for my taste. And I love salty food and stuff like that for my taste they are salty so if you need a low sodium diet or something like that they may not be the best thing or maybe try going down to two tablespoons of salt instead of three um i give them right. to my wife my kids when we have people over i'll thaw some out they're great as appetizers stick it warm them up in the oven stick a toothpick in them they're great as appetizers nobody else has complained about the salt but just to me they they have that salt flavor to them um I, the, the other criticism I got of that recipe is the dried oregano 
So listener, when you use a dried herb or spice, it is much more potent than a fresh herb or spice. So my wife has told me who's Italian that two tablespoons of dried oregano is a little heavy on the dried oregano side to decrease that amount. So as you're cooking these recipes and making them your own and doing things like that, just some things to keep in mind, like these are suggested servings. These are what I like for my palate. But if you're going with dried, you know, spices and herbs, they are much more potent than the fresh ones. So use them cautiously or sparingly until you get the idea down that you like. Um, but with that, you know, that grated Parmesan in there, that causes them all to stick together beautifully. And then you have some breadcrumbs. So you're getting some carbs in there too. I mean, they are just delicious. And I think for me, I like them better than the wild game loaves, Ryan, because it's almost like finger food, like the wild game loaves. I have not made the meat muffins. It's on my short list now, but the meatballs <laughs> I can pick up with like two fingers and eat them in two bites. If I make the wild game loaves, according to the recipe, cut them into sixes from two pounds. Now I literally have something the size of my palm that I need a little bit of a fork to eat or something like that. Does that make sense? Right. Right. So, well, but some of us like little, some of us like little balls and some of us like big balls. Okay. <laughs> I'm carrying enough. I can barely stand up some days. So, <laughs> so oh, I, I will, I will preface a future conversation. So listener, if you're scrolling through the recipes, my two absolute favorite recipes so far on the cut right mobile app are the briny elk shankabuco that thing oh my god like just shut the front door eat it all yourself don't invite anybody over get some warm bread and scoop that bone marrow out over it but i tell you what and ryan you with the family over there and stuff for your next movie night the carne asada fries you got to do the carne oh, asada yeah. fries. If you have not done the carne asada fries. And listen, I have not you done the carne asada fries. And I'm telling you, they're super easy to make. The most time intensive thing on the carne asada fries is making the, um, the salsa, the pico de gallo for yourself. But it's worthwhile to make the pico de gallo yourself, right? The diced jalapenos, all that right. stuff in there. You can use, you know, store-bought, and I'm sure it'll be fine, but there's just something about tomatoes, lime juice, some cilantro, and some onion and stuff in there. It's so delicious. That is a movie night special, the carne asada fries. And the second key to the carne asada fries, if you can find them, the grown in Idaho brand of frozen french fries. I, we're not about making our own french fries here. <laughs> Let's be honest. Nobody can make their own french fries. Okay. Someone's going to email me and that's totally fine, but I cannot make my own French fries as good as what the grown in Idaho brand is, or honestly, as good as McDonald's sometimes, right? I, I'm, I'm the worst is we'll make cheeseburgers. And yeah. if my wife's out, I'll order, I'll order fries from like five guys, have her pick them up. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, Cause they're so good. I mean, yeah, yeah. Making a good French fry is so time consuming that I'd rather put my time and effort elsewhere. So, I will tell you right now, if you're going out shopping, if you're not elk hunting until, you know, the solstice or, you know, the main rut at the end of the year this year, 
and you see a bag of those grown in Idaho fries, go ahead and grab them. Put a bag or two in the freezer because not everywhere cares, carries them. I know Rosars does, Albertson sometimes does. Those are, in my opinion, the key to the carne asada fries. Or Ida, they'll do in a pinch, but they're not as good as the grown in Idaho brand. I'll tell you that much. Right. So, Ryan, well, when, are, those... when are you going to get out? And uh, we're, we're into the second week of the season here. So we're recording this the night before opening day. What's, uh, what's your hunt plans? You have to ask me that, huh? I certainly so, do. So I'm pretty boring this year, actually. I am hot and heavy in nursing school. So uh, my first week started, and I'm hoping to get out by the end of the year. But right now, I'm doing everything I can just to uh, stay on top of my homework. And I promised my wife, because this happens every time I'm in school, Mm-hmm. Uh, I place hunting above my schooling. <laughs> and well, so that's I why you're, that's that why you're my... becoming a nurse. So then you can place hunting above your job and take the whole month of September off. That's, that's the, that's the, that's the plan. And so, yeah, right now I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm trying to be good. And so I have some hunts. I'm planning on hunting. Uh, if I can't get out the tags that I have, Mm-hmm. Uh, will actually go into December, so I can archery elk oh, hunt nice. and deer hunt in December. And so, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it if I if I can get out, great, shoot anything I see. If yep. I can't, I'm gonna go out. School ends December eighth, and I'm gonna hunt. Hopefully, two or three weeks in December. So, <laughs> so listener, if if you're in the medical profession and you have a bleeding heart for Ryan and have managed to put a collar on an elk and tie it to a tree somewhere and want to let him know the GPS coordinates, he will be out there promptly, so he doesn't have to take time away from the family yeah. or yeah. school. Yeah, for me, I uh, yeah. we're uh, we're taking my oldest son is uh, moving to Canada on saturday so it's august 29th he's moving up there saturday to play hockey um so this weekend's out i'm gonna obviously by the time this airs all have gotten out a uh, opening day and then thursday evening but my hunt time's very limited this year for elk season two it's going to be you know usually it's 22 23 days and i think this year i'm going to be knocking on the six day door or total of seven days which Trust me, I still know that's a lot compared to some people, especially, you know, our audience that's driving across the country to go on their five-day elk hunt and stuff like that, being able to hunt out of our right. back door. Like, so I'm not complaining about it, but I think I'm in, uh, it's going to take a real strong convincing for me to, to not put an arrow, as I said to my good buddy Shane Mowry on Instagram the other day, into the first brown Twinkie that walks across the hillside in front of me. On opening day, it might might end up having to eat an arrow, whether it has horns or not. Like I said uh, last oh, week, absolutely. you can't eat the horns, man. They're nice. They're good decorations, but you can't eat them. No. And, you know, Taylor, part of the Got Game team, he's going out tomorrow. So yeah. we should. We're, we'll have a good season, but uh, they're going to do it without me, I think, for most of the year. So we're, we're going to have a good season um, doing this. And then... Uh, I know for a fact that we're going to do a really nice deer hunt, a couple of really great deer hunts, and we're going to be getting some taxidermy um, videos out on the Cut Right app 
for next year we're going to do some deer and stuff like that unless somebody kills a bull then we'll do that but you know we we got some good ideas for deer so um yeah yeah i'm excited man it's it's, it's good it's, it's that special it's gonna time be of great year. it's that special it's time be awesome of year. And, so uh, uh it, go for it buddy yeah i was just gonna say if you guys shoot something uh we love pictures we love stories uh reach out we'd love to hear about it tag us in your post and uh hop on uh hop on our instagram and uh i'll make a post about this this coming out and let us know your favorite recipe whether it's on our app or not and if you have a killer recipe that you want me to toy around with or even maybe have it on the uh next app as uh, on the next app update as a guest recipe fire it our way guys we'd love to see what you're cooking yep thank so. you guys Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care. Good luck this season.